0: Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning, my
1: friend. How are you? It is fantastic to see you, brother, on this day, October the 29th, year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, Dave, how are things going up there in
0: Los Angeles, California? It's uh, Everything's great, buddy. We're going to be diving into the show, and I believe it is time for our... Bo, 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 potpourri show of the week. Yes, Dave,
1: thank you for the cue. I appreciate that. And for folks who are new to the show, this is kind of our, um, I don't want to call it a fun show, but it kind of is. It's basically where we use uh, seven, eight, nine, ten stories between Dave and I kind of to illustrate how the radical far left Marxists, not Democrats, they are Marxists full on, are intentionally destroying America from a cultural perspective, from a political perspective. Uh, And these stories really are meant to
0: kind of shine a light on all that sort of stuff. So, Dave, what do you got today to start us out? Well, yes. Talking about shining a light and then watching the cockroaches uh, scatter. (laughs) Scatter. Nice segue. There you go. Thank you. So, um, hey, out here in Los Angeles, we have something, we got this little homeless problem. You do? Don't really? I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard about that. Like, only a hundred thousand people on the streets, right? Bre- breaking news. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, probably the mo, one of the most famous encampments. Can you believe there's actually a famous encampment? But there yeah. is. This is, this place is so, like they got like barbecues they got bar i oh, yeah. mean it's almost like its own little city i thought you were gonna say they had barbers they go not
1: get their hair Oh, they, there. they probably going say barber. No, actually i heard it's so big it actually made google maps now as a destination
0: you hear that? <laughs> it's a place to go not anymore though yeah. here it is yeah. so uh they're already looking forward to because i guess the olympics is coming here in like four ah. years so they're already ah. thinking ahead so mm. this place you know drug distribution fights arse graffiti you name it huge oh. piles of trash yeah um all kind of that but this is right under the 405 freeway right off right next to culver city right now completely cleared out. Wow. And this has been there for <clears throat> well wow. over a decade. Wow. Well over a decade. This, uh one of the more famous encampments. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, hey, we, me and you, we drive the 405 literally every day of our lives. A lot, yes. And so this is... Um, just to bring up, this is just one drop in the bucket oh, yeah. of, of it's the a, homeless yeah. situation. It's a drop. But it shows you where there's a will, there's a way, and yeah. it's as simple, as simple as that. You could get rid of the homeless tomorrow yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah. But as we've talked about many, many times, it's yeah. now an industry.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's an industry. It's a business. It's a two billion dollar year business just in California. You know, when the average, uh, you know, uh, apartment or a little, you know, ADU to house one of these homeless people costs like six hundred thousand dollars. You know, you have a problem. That's classic four hundred dollar toilet situation and dave just like you say i mean there's so many stories baked into this i have a couple of quick follow ups but um here's mine from reuters uh to follow up on your story la homeless turned to vehicles as city clamps down on trailers so as you may know and folks actually i just called in a report to police locally here in san diego the other day but this is increasingly a problem especially in la where you see 100 and on malibu if you go drive by one uh, highway 101 in malibu it's supposed to be beautiful you have 30 million dollar homes across the street but you have hundreds of camper vans and fifth wheels and rvs and trailers lined up with oceanfront views with guess what Homeless people living in them. And they basically said, now, we're going to clear all those out. Those are done. Well, the homeless are upset, Dave. So guess what they're doing now? They're moving into cars. So he really just kind of pushed the problem from the big so – they're moving from their luxury mansion in the camper van into, like, a car. So I'm not sure what's next after that, but they're moving from the camper van into the car now.
0: That's funny. That's why way. we call it
1: potpourri, baby <laughs> We're trying to take a little bit of a You know, a little humor twist To
0: shed light on the uh, unfortunate events That are going on it just shows you the, the the ridiculous twists and turns that the leftist politicians try to implement. To, oh yeah, you know they, they uh, you, even though they created it in the first yeah. place, and now they, they're funny. They're watching watching. And and and
1: I'll throw it back to you in one second, but just yeah. another related kind of quasi-homeless illegal story. New York Post today quote: Over two hundred migrants set up a mini city, mini market. Sorry. Under the BQE Expressway, the Brooklyn's Queens Expressway, anybody in the New York metro area is going to know what I'm talking about. Sure. So underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, where it intersects, it goes to Queens, there's a Brooklyn Bridge, there's a huge area underneath that where it adjoins to Manhattan. So all these illegals have now set up basically uh, cooking pots and and stoves and fridges, and they're selling stuff and, you know, chickens and hamal <laughs> and halas and you know, all this all this yeah. stuff that the radical That's... Muslims love to sell. And guess what? they're just doing it they're just doing it
0: there to cover the new york post today dave it's just happening right in your face it is yeah they're not even hiding it anymore i mean it's gotten so bad there's literally now shakedown operations so it's oh you're homeless and you want to park your car here to live in yeah you got to pay <laughs> i mean they have their own like internal homeless police now for that's that shake and shakedown so that's great um hey the 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 network we love to hate more than any cnn oh yeah clinton they, news network um, the Clinton News Network, the Communist, whatever you want to call it, the Communist, yep. news, communist Network, news Network, they've really yeah. fallen on hard times. But now yeah. I'm, I'm actually feeling – is this a little tear coming out of me, Frank? Dave, no. Might what's, be. what's the matter? Did you rub your eye too hard? Because, <laughs> okay, not only are the ratings at the lowest ever. I mean, literally, the paint drying channel is getting more ratings. It's down, they're down to about 400,000 per view now, right. which is – you right. know, the famous, this is really, I, and I actually almost back in the day, I almost took a job there. Wow! The CNN building in Atlanta, the oh, famous sure. headquarters, yeah, headquarters is closing its doors. Are you kidding? Really? No, uh, the CNN I had not Center, heard that. World News headquarters, no. is closing down. Yeah. Wow! Wow! So they had actually sold it off yeah. years ago because they were broke, right? So they but they kept leasing it. They leased it back oh, just to stay in there. But even that it. is now too much. Where are they going to so go? Well, they're they're just going to disperse to smaller areas. So some in New York, they're going to get a smaller building in Atlanta. But the famous CNN Center is, is, is now going to be. So, so are you telling here. me
1: that like I heard a rumor that actually Wolf Blitzer used to sleep there. Did you hear that Wolf oh, Blitzer? Yeah. yeah, the the, the yeah. main dude. I heard a rumor he used to sleep there, but now he's going to just do the news from what Zoom from his house. Is that in his pajamas? Is that what's
0: going on? No, he's he's out there in Malibu in, in his car. With oh, homeless. he's in the camper van. He's, he's one of those camper, camper van. vans along the. It's a nice
1: view over there. There you go. Nice, very nice. Well, on a Clinton News Network related story, Dave. I'm not sure. If you saw this, but that, there's a big dude at a Clinton, Hillary Clinton was given a speech. Uh, I think it was in New York, not quite sure. Um, big fundraising speech got interrupted by a, uh, a patriot uh, who stood up and started calling her out on Epstein Island. And today on Twitter, dude, between Epstein, Hillary, uh, you know, the island, there's like, it's like 150, 200,000, you know, tweets uh trending on on twitter or they call them X's now i guess because it's called x i don't know but anyway uh the takeaway from this from my perspective dave and there's rumors going around are they going to finally out bill gates as one of the he was a frequent visitor to petto island um you know lots of folks were on that glane maxwell list She's currently serving 10 years in federal prison she has the list they have the evidence the fbi's had it for two years nobody's outing it but here's the best meme of the day, Dave. This is Hillary Clinton pictured below, and the headline captioned above says, "I don't care who you are, but no one has 56 friends that committed suicide." I'll just leave it <laughs> yeah. at that.
0: Yeah, that one brave soul that got up there and uh, talked about the the Epstein Island and her and her husband. Hilarious. Yeah. So good for that dude. And he was he was escorted out. Oh, yeah. by the by the local. Security oh yeah, yeah.
1: Note note to self. Yeah, yeah. Note to self. Change name and Marshall Service. Move to Arizona.
0: <laughs> moved to the Ukraine. Hey, speaking of the Ukraine, we haven't talked about this in a few weeks because you know, but you know, the the only reason why this war is still going on is because we keep funding it. I'm, yeah. You know how to you know how to end this war? Stop giving them any money. <laughs> but over the weekend uh, in Malta, right. just uh, just yesterday. So more than sixty-five countries have been invited and met to say we got to work out this whole ten-point peace plan that Zelensky wants. Gee, I wonder. The only <laughs> problem with that is that Russia was not invited. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's going to work out just great. Uh, yeah. You 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 guys work out how you think it's going to go, except uh, Russia, who will basically end up winning this thing if you want to have a put it in a win column. Yeah. Um, because there no one's going to outlast the the Ruskies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's not going to work out so so can, well for the people. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Dave, uh, to your point, uh,
1: you don't need a ten-point plan. One point. Stop the flow of money. That's it. One point plan. One point plan. Stop the flow of money. Cut it off. Cut it off now, which is what Trump would do. Cut it off. Negotiate with Putin. Give them a sliver of land, kind of like the Gaza Strip, but in the Ukraine. Give them not the eastern third. Give them like 5%. It's all Russian speaking anyway. They don't like the Ukrainian people. They don't like Zelensky, they're Russian. If you drive down the streets of Kyiv, the capital city right now is like being in Washington, DC. Restaurants are open, bars are booming, everything's happening. There's no war, there's no. I, I challenge any of our listeners at home, send us a clip, go to our website, send us a video clip, whatever, social media. Send me a, a war clip from the last, I don't know, several months. How much war clips have you seen on the mainstream media, uh, Dave? Zip. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Why? Because there's nothing happening there right now. Uh, so, Dave, I've got over here on, let's see, where are we? Fox News. Uh, you've got a new speaker of the house, Dave. New speaker of the house, uh, Mike Johnson from Louisiana. Uh, Great guy, really great guy, Christian, solid conservative, Patriot score of like 90%, votes our way, like that means he votes our way like 90% of the time, America first kind of guy, but not, he's smart, right? He's not uh, so much, he won't sort of put his hand up and say, I'm MAGA, I'm MAGA Donald Trump supporter, because then we get annihilated, but he really is, he just doesn't advertise it. But here's the headline, Uh, Fox News, Speaker Mike Johnson defends stance on social issues, so he was asked, Dave, uh, by a number of reporters after he won the speakership uh, contest in the last few days, week or so, um, you know, what's your worldview? You know, this is like an incredibly important optical point for the left wing media, right? Ooh, What's your what's your worldview? What, how do you feel about LGBTQ? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? And rather than going down the laundry list of BS Questions that are mostly gotcha questions from the mainstream media. Dave, what does he say to the, to the question, what is your worldview? He literally reached for a Bible that he had beside him. He picked it up and he said, quote, go pick up a Bible. That's my worldview. Dave, the left has been going apoplectic yeah. since that happened. It has set off a firestorm with the secular atheist progressives that you would not even imagine. And Dave, nothing can make me happier.
0: I'm so uh, thrilled and happy to, to not only know about that story, but uh, this guy, I think, is only going to surprise to the upside. Totally. Um, just came out of nowhere. It was a Hail Mary pass that we got this guy in, and um, totally. I'm so far delighted. We'll see how it shakes up, but good for you, Mr. Mike. Yep. Um, I That's what I'm going to start calling him, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Um, hey, okay. here's, here's a headline uh, you rarely are going to see, maybe once in your lifetime. Uh, Hey, the ACLU has backed Donald Trump in court. I know. That's incredible. It's right. right. First time ever. There's still like all these uh, various shenanigan trials going on and district courts here and there. But uh, the one in D.C., um, uh, there was a gag or these these judges are so um, deluded in their thinking and reaching outside the box of what's what's, you know, kind of, you know, allowed yeah so though yeah we don't want donald trump to cut to tell us how out of you know how terrible we are as, as judges so they had a gag order but the aclu came to donald trump's defense i know right and calling the gag order unconstitutional so i love that um and also uh, on, on a side note because this stuff you, you only hear about it when the when these uh trials get announced but jack smith has quietly withdrawn his second subpoena i did see in that. the trump pro hey, what's the details on that i did see that just that you know, he you know, all guns blazing when he first announced. Oh yeah, we right. got him on this that. And when you really get down to the, actually have to present evidence and actually yeah. need to pursue. Not so this, much there. Yeah, yeah, not so much there. Well, so it, 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 it was all was around that
1: super PAC money that he, he raised like 250 million after J six right to fight the election fraud that happened. And I think that that was sort of the nature of those subpoenas. And then basically they've been they've been withdrawn now because there's just nothing there.
0: Yeah. It's it's just related to the 2020 election, and he's hiding all this stuff in his house and yada yada. Yada, yada. And there's you know, whatever thirty seven federal counselors actually are, the D- the Democrats only want to get one to stick. They only yeah. want one to stick so they can say, Hey, we've yeah. got a, you know, yeah. a convicted felon now running for president. That's only they, they would just want one to stick and uh we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah.
1: Dave, thanks for that. I'm going to change gears quite a bit here, uh, go over to Gateway Pundit. This is a tough kind of topic, but it's an important topic, I think, for a lot of families and moms and folks at home to know. I'll try to summarize this fairly succinctly. I really encourage folks to go to an organization called ablechild.org, A-B-L-E-child.org. This is a group that was founded by a mom Uh, whose son became the victim of what we call the pharmaceutical-industrial complex. I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there who's had very active young boys. And this is what young boys do. They're active. They're fidgety in class. They look out the window. They want to go run around and play and do stuff. They're, they're young boys and they get drugged up, they get put on these psychotropics and uh, you know California is now trying to pass legalized psychotropics, the mushrooms, not so fast after that Alaskan Airlines pilot almost killed 80 people on board uh, after taking magic mushrooms. But anyway, back to the ablechild.org story. So she's really tell, told her story of how she founded this organization. Her child sadly became a victim of all of these uh, psychotropic medications because he was basically a hyperactive kid. And Dave, I mean, before 20 years from now, you know, was ADHD a thing? It wasn't in the DSM four and five. And now kids are drugged up. They're not just told to go out and play and throw rocks and just be boys like they kind of used to be. Um, And if you look at kids, everybody from Columbine to Sandy Hook, I'm not saying that was 100% of the issue, but... Here's the problem. We never held to account the psychiatrist who prescribed all these drugs for these kids. Every single one of these kids, including Parkland, by the way, I could add Parkland. So those are the three biggest in the history Mm -hmm. of the country. All three of them heavily medicated, a psychiatrist who got off the hook, uh, they were on huge combinations of cocktails of drugs for mental disorders and a vari- variety of schizophrenia and different things. And Dave, this is the dirty little secret that many folks don't know. And I want folks at home to know about this. I want folks to go, especially parents, to go to ablechild.org. This was actually, um, Able Child was, a it, the history just quickly was a, an effort of one of our uh, previous um, presidents uh, that put this uh, process into place. Um, and it's a, it's a good it's a good process and so you know arm yourselves with information be equipped be aware of what the pharmaceutical industrial complex oftentimes oftentimes tries to do to your kids. For example, Dave, they literally have checklists now. Don't even require the school psychologist can go through a checklist at a public school and prescribe medication for ADHD with a supervisory psychiatrist who's an MD. They don't even see the kid. They basically go through a checklist. Oh, he looks out a window. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Okay. He's got ADHD. Put him on a psychotropic and the psychiatrist signs off without even seeing the kid. Mm -hmm. Just be alert, be aware. Parents need to be, especially if your kids are still in public school, which I would encourage encourage you to get them out, but just be aware that this is going on.
0: Uh, very important. I mean, you could. there's been books written about this. Uh, incredibly important uh, topic. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. And here's my, here's my segue. So we know how corrupt the Department of Education is. Yeah. This plays into, you know, they just want to push their agenda uh, along, and that includes uh, drugging up our, all, all of our kids. So they came up with a study. Uh, we know what a complete waste, and and run by a bunch of socialists these days, they're saying the Department of Education now is spending about 58 percent more per student than private schools. Yeah. So they haven't really done an official study since 1995 because they don't—they don't want you to know the truth of, of it. Of course. Is. So uh, um, that's one, and the other one that's also connected to, to money and, and reality and what you really hear out of the media. So, oh, <clears throat> we all love our electric vehicles, right? Because it's so—it's so—it's so, it's so, it's so much—it's so you know much more cost efficient, which right. is of course nonsense. So now they know. That when you really factor in all the hidden costs of an EV, right. it actually costs something around the uh, uh, price tag of $17 per gallon. Wow. Wow. Wow, and even if that's wow. overstated, because okay, this was done by the Texas public okay, half. Even strategy. if it's overstated, cut it in half. Yeah, even if it's cut in it's half, it's still four because, times oh, the cost of average cost of a gallon exactly, of gas. Exactly, because you know, we you know we do have to still uh, create the electricity with coal, with natural whatever you know way, and then get the electricity to you, and then you plug it in. Right. Yeah, seventeen dollars per gallon. The cost of EVs. Now that, we, now that all the subsidies are kind of starting to fade away, right, it's exploded, right. and all, all the cars are just sitting on the lots now. Well, Dave, you're going to love this. I don't even have this
1: story pulled up. but I just remember this story since you mentioned the topic of EVs and climate change and all the crap. And obviously, it's all about control. We talk about this all the time on the show. They just want to control your lives. They want to, they want to centralize the power source, meaning electricity, so they can control your driving, your climate habits, turning your thermostat up and down, all of it. And there's all been, this is not just me speculating. There's all been plenty of evidence of this happening. But Dave, I saw this great video clip the other day. This is in Colorado. There was an electric vehicle charging station. And guess what? There was a diesel generator powering all the yes. EV chargers. <laughs> right. I mean, the, how how ridiculous and in your face does it have to get? These people won't even change their votes, though. They'll go, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. I totally get that. We, I want to import and process carbon fuels diesel and do that so that I can power the EV stuff to make my fee- myself feel less guilty. And Dave, you talk about this all the time. It all comes down to guilt, liberal, white, often Jewish guilt, and they feel bad about stuff. So they, they're they okay with it, right? And just the way it rolls.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's called, yeah, the virtue signaling is also virtue signaling. Is. So they could say, look, yes, I got my EV. Hello. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, I got just like one or two stories, Dave. Uh, you need know, to
1: close us out. I'm not sure if you got anything else, but basically there was kind of a, Dust up in Tampa uh, overnight. I'm not even going to call it a MASS shooting because it's not. Two people were uh, killed, 18 people injured. Uh it was a white guy in Tampa. Dave, if this story happened in Chicago, it's pretty much every weekend. I mean, this is if it, if if it was a black guy in Chicago, I mean two dead and eighteen injured, is it is it is it is it unfortunate? Yes. Is it a mass shooting? No. Uh so just, you know, again, folks, be aware of, of the, the messaging and the media. It's all crap. And my last story, Dave, you're gonna love this, kind of piggybacks on our first story our first podcast of the week this week. This is in the Western Journal. Um, These are two Venezuelan felons that got into our country uh, and then committed crimes in the Chicago area. Uh, Here's the headline. Illegal aliens freed from jail after being charged with burglary and theft. So they actually checked. These guys are Venezuelan nationals. They have felony records extensive felony records, meaning serious crimes in Venezuela, they illegally come to the United States, they commit burglary on a store in Chicago, they're, they're booked, and they're released. Yeah, that's it. Dude, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. If you look at a picture of these guys, they are bad news. And these guys committed serious, serious crimes. And this is happening every day, in every neighborhood, all over the country. People, you need to change your
0: vote at every level vote I, with the yeah, patriots I vote with america first i guarantee that's just one of you know that's just the one tiny little example i'm sure that's you know times oh, yeah. that by tens of thousands 100%, of times hundred uh, percent and you, you got to plague that throughout the nation now because of stuff like that um i'm going to just close out with a couple of uh, media stories yeah. great um dinesh jesu a great filmmaker i've met him before uh, we all know him. We oh, all love actually, him. I didn't know you his met latest, before. Right. Yeah, his latest film, policestatefilm.net. Go to that website. His, uh, that film yes. is scary. I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen the trailer. It's, uh, it's yeah. devastating. This might be his most powerful film yet. Yeah. So big plug for everyone to go to. I think it's actually in some theaters, but basically people are going to want to watch it online, policestatefilm.net. And then uh, wrapping up my media uh, stuff of the week, Disney. Back in the headlines, so they are in such a state. Uh, Robert Iger put out a yeah. forty-page, uh, what would you might want to call it, a manifesto of how terrible things are at Disney. Not, not really, not touching the real problems of of it being a woke company. Right, uh, they're in such bad shape. But um, uh, just one one quick example is that they're you know Snow White film. Yeah, they're yeah. Pu- they're pushing it back in, They're already 100 fil- uh, 150 million in the hole on that film. So they at first divide, uh say, well, you know, instead of the the little people, we don't want to offend anybody. They they, they hired a diverse cast of weirdos to be Snow White's dwarves, right? <laughs> and then at, the the reaction has been so horrendous. They said, "We're going to drop another 100 million into this thing." And then now they wiped out all all they have to reshoot all those scenes. They're going to put CGI animated dwarves no. in in place. No no yes that more closely look and so and in other words the pressure was so intense that robert Iger go well maybe we should actually have some real dwarves that actually look like the original ones from the cartoon oh my gosh it's still unsalvageable the lead actress in that film i won't even mention her name is the most unlikable smug snotty person ever yeah it, it's been delayed a whole year because it's, that's a very expensive process to, oh, to yeah. reshoot scenes put Absolutely. the cgi in uh, so it's going to be March of 2025. Oh my gosh, what a train wreck uh, that is! So, way to go, oh, Disney. Gosh, and CGI for our folks at home is character generated inter, inter... imagery or something. Imagery, imagery. I think yeah, you'll go with I that so. one. CGI. CGI. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, Want to make sure one. our
1: friends at home know about that, Dave. Oh my gosh, great to see that. You. you know, seven Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You know, it, you would have thought just before I close the show out, you would have thought that Disney would protect some of the classics right Mm -hmm. like bambi snow white and the seven no they had to go there they had to ruin it they had to and you know whether they're whether they're the keebler elves or the seven dwarfs or the republican candidates for president it's all the same (laughs) shot it's all the same stuff these people they they can't help themselves and woke disney's lost half its value in the last year good for them but thanks for bringing the story to our attention dave it's fantastic as always, folks, thanks for listening to our show this week. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to share us on all of your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere. And at Rant and Rave 1776 is our social media handle. We are on Twitter, Gab, Me, we, Truth Social, all the usual platforms of choice. And Dave, as always, we'll see you down the road on the right side.